All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. We got a special one today. Uh, I'm going to sit. It's a little bit after 10 o'clock. And I guess kind of the first running game of the day will be you guys get to decide whether I'm actually drinking alcohol before noon. And also, we're going to watch a little uh, Olympics while I talk. So if it seems like I'm distracted, it's because I'm distracted. Uh, The U.S. men are playing Argentina in hardcourt volleyball. I've noticed a couple of things. One, all these men are tall as shit. Two, these guys are tremendous fucking athletes. And three, I've noticed they're wearing shorts, like regular shorts. They don't have a thong going up their butt like the ladies do. I wonder why that is. And y'all sat here and y'all wonder why the uh, Norwegian uh, sand handball team got a little pissed off. As I'm sitting here, these guys are pretty much dressed in Muslim garb. I think I saw an ankle just in. But the women pretty much play in their underwear. But, gang, we're going to jump into this one. Have a little fun with some bullshit. Uh, just go ahead and call this one Sacrilegious Sunday. We're going to take uh, their day, and we're going to wipe our ass with it, and we're going to have a little bit of fun. But, gang, th- the first one up is Fuckface Megan McCain. Now, I openly admit I did not see all of this, so maybe this was targeted to just maybe 1% of the women out there, but she was expanding on why it is she left of you, right? And one of them, one of the reasons is she, she doesn't want to glorify uh, kind of this hustle culture, uh, overworking. Okay, there's so much wrong with this. And again, and I admit, maybe, maybe Megan wasn't targeting who I think she was. Maybe this was a comment to quite literally the upper 1% of people in the United States. I think the term de jour is tone deaf, right? Y'all remember when fucking Ivanka Trump wrote that book for working moms? Now, I guess by definition, Ivanka Trump has a job. She works. And she just so happens to have three kids. But that's not really what most of us think of when we think of the words working mom. And I remember an excerpt from her book where she was, you know, it's, it's very, self-care is very important when you're a mom. And, you know, don't forget, you know, your three times a week manis and petties and your two-hour massages. And make sure, because, you know, it's a great way to start the day. You know, make sure that your maid makes you you know, the perfect eggs Florentine and make sure that your butler really washes the fucking Bentley and buffs it out with a baby's diaper. Now, gang, I, I again, maybe she was not talking to who I think she was talking to, but gang, that's not what a working mom fucking goes through, Jack. It just isn't. So again, maybe both of their comments was towards the upper 1%, but I, th- I've known working moms. You guys know working moms. That's not that that's not a normal quote unquote struggle for working fucking moms, Jack. And like Megan, like Ivanka, 
it, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but Megan McCain is the daughter of John McCain. Have y'all heard? Yeah, maybe you haven't. She only says it every fucking 16 minutes, right? And what's pissing me off about her tone deaf ass statement is again, she has something to fall back on. The average working mom, you know, the 99% of the women, not Megan fucking McCain. You have to hustle. Again, the hustle culture, that's the wrong word to use. It's called the necessity fucking culture. Yeah, you had a high profile job. You showed up every day two hours before set. You had hair, makeup, and fucking wardrobe. You went out there and you locked horn with Joy Behar, which I'm sure was the bane of your existence, Megan. And then you got a little peaked. You got a little bit tired. You wanted to go spend some time with your newborn kid. And I'm not ragging you for that. But you have the luxury of being able to say, you know what? Fuck it, Megan out. The average woman, and I'm talking about women because she's talking about working moms. The average working mom just can't say, oh, you know, I'm going to go fall back on my family fortune. So if I need to fucking take, you know, six weeks off or who knows, two years, you know, it'll be okay. And I think I remember this stat correctly. The average American could not afford an emergency $500 out-of-pocket cash expense. And so to say that this was tone deaf is fucking ridiculous, right? And again, I admit, maybe I took this out of context. Maybe Megan was literally talking to the upper 1%, right? I mean, how many moms not only had to work full-time, but had to pay their way through college while they were working fucking full time. If you are a single parent, who's paying for your childcare, right? What happens when your baby gets sick? There, there's a whole bunch of shit that someone like fucking Megan McCain just she'll never have a relationship to. So when, you know, it, we're, we're glamorizing overworking. Well, guess what, Megan? Most women don't have that fucking choice. You have to overwork. And the fucked up thing, gang, and the super fucked up thing about what this person said, I was about to say something else. My brain is completely farted on what I was going to rag her on. <laughs> that's how angry her fucking statement. Oh, that's right. Okay, back on topic. Megan McCain's a Republican. And not just a Republican, gang. She is a harsh Republican. You know, the party of pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Why don't you work harder? But you know what else? Her level of conservatism promotes not wanting to give people a living wage. Just let that sink in for a second. Living wage so that people can, you know, fucking live with, I don't know, food and basic necessities. You want to know why, Megan, the average woman just can't say, oh, fuck it. Right? Because I mean, it when you're sitting there and you don't have a relationship with her kind of financial opulence, it's not unusual to have to work two to three jobs just to kind of barely, not really keep the fucking lights on, Jack. Right? And when, and what's the old, what, what do they always say? You know, $15 an hour for an employee means $72 hamburger and fries. Well, guess what? That is a failed experiment. That is a talking point, literally at this point. We have how many fucking countless examples of people, and again, living wage. No one's asking for anything special. They want to be able to go buy fucking pork and beans, and again, God forbid someone's kid gets sick, you know, not have to fucking sell some ass just to go get some baby aspirin. 
Right? And again, this is what she stands against, a living wage. But yet she's going to sit here and say, you know, we're glamorizing overworking. And what about the hustle culture? Well, again, to the daughter of John McCain, you don't have these everyday struggles like fucking Ivanka Trump, who literally wrote a book for working moms. And again, by definition, yeah, Ivanka Trump's a working mom. But again, she benefited. How many tens of millions, literally, did she make because she was an employee at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? Right? I mean, so again, you got two women who have absolutely no relationship to what the average woman will go through, you know, as an employee. And for them to say, you know, make sure you practice self-care. Uh, you know what? Let's not glamorize overwork. And I'm just going to take some time off. Who can do that? Again, I, I before I close this one out, I openly admit, maybe I'm taking this one out of context. Maybe Megan's statements, maybe Ivanka's book was targeted to the not 99% of all women out there. Maybe they were talking to the 1%. And I'm the asshole just ragging them for talking to their own kind. But something tells me I'm right. So again, when Megan says we're glamorizing overworking, Megan is a part of the party that makes this a necessity. Again, she has no idea. No idea. And I'm one more before I close this shit out, I swear. I can't remember. I remember this conversation with my mom. And it was some asshole uh, Republican lawmaker who literally said, because he was talking about, oh, what was it? Oh, y'all remember that debate over the free lunch program or if kids, parents didn't have enough money, you know, they would humiliate the children, you know, versus floating them. You know, here's here's a meal from, you know, the regular lunch line. Your parents can just pick up the tab tomorrow. You either one A, did not get food or two B, you were literally given like prison rations in a brown paper bag and you literally ate separate from the other kids. You want to know about fucking humiliation? And the Republican lawmaker said there is no correlation between academic achievement and hunger. Gang, that is a man who has never known what it's like to have his stomach rumble from hunger. So again, these fuckers, they're talking to somebody. It's just not the 99.7% of the country. So again, maybe I took that shit out of context. Maybe I did. Something tells me I did not. But again, maybe they were talking to that upper 1% because that message to say it fell on deaf ears is me being nice. Gang, we're about to peel into a uh, sacrilege Sunday. We may have to fuck around and take two drinks. Again, you guys got to figure out at 1030 in the morning. Am I that committed of an alcoholic? Possibly. Where I'm going to sit here and have actual gin or am I chugging water? Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious gin and truth let's go gang i saw this clip and i can't lie it on the inside i laughed my monkey ass off now i can't remember where because right now it's irrelevant because then i saw there were countless other instances but a high school valid victorian got up and before the start of the ceremony you know the pledge of allegiance and at the point where you're supposed to say one nation under God, this child said, one nation under Allah. 
Gang, oh my fucking God, the conservative news outlets lost their fucking mind. Okay, USA is bringing up the rear. USA is bringing up the rear. It is 10 to 12. This dude literally just jumped 700 feet off the fucking ground. Jesus. But back on topic. The conservative news outlets lost their fucking mind, right? Saying it was unpatriotic. And y'all know, oh, hold on, patriot. Said a buzzword. And said all the fucking, oh, Judeo-Christian, another buzzword. Gang, if this is water, I'm going to be peeing like a fucking racehorse. If it's gin, I'm going to be plastered before 1045. But there, there was no argument against really what she said. They just busted out all the fucking Republican talking points, right? And the reason why I laugh, gang, because I and countless others have said the exact same thing, right? And that is, you're, oh, hold on, buddy, don't move. The First Amendment, that freedom of religion also means freedom from religion. But more importantly, gang, in the context of this story, the same amendment that protects atheists from Christians is the exact same amendment that protects uh, Christians from everybody else. That is why government shit is supposed to remain neutral. And I know, I know, I know this when you fuckers say, oh, the founding fuck, shut the fuck up. Again, you go to the exact same people who sit there and bastardize the Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech, down to one line, which is content of your character. Shut the fuck up. Right? So, again, the founding fathers, again, go back and read your history books. I'm sorry, not the revisionist ones. They set up a secular-based government. Right? And, yeah, the argument is they were all, you know, Christians. Now, there's an argument. But even if they were... It's irrelevant. They said they wrote in a secular government, a religiously non-biased government. And so when you guys sit there and you get your panties in a wad because the little girl said under Allah, first and foremost, you clearly don't know what Allah means. Allah is Arabic for God. Now, again, you, you guys are shitting on yourself because when you hear Allah, all you guys hear is Islam, right? And again, it makes me wonder, other than, I already know the answer, have you actually read your Bible? Do you know the story of Ishmael huh? and Isaac? Do you know? Do you know who their dad was? Do you know they worship the exact same God? Yeah. Jews, Christian, and Muslims worship the same God, different interpretation. That's really it. Right. So, again, Allah literally means God, but I'm laughing. I have to throw this one in there because, again, one, you don't know your own religious history. Two, you clearly don't know what Allah means. And three, again, you guys at the exact same time. Again, and the other reason why this shit made today's hit list, because when I looked that one up to make sure I was saying the right shit, I saw countless fucking examples of someone sprinkling in Islam into, you know, whatever religious traditions we have here in this country. And I watched the Christians lose their fucking minds, Jack, talking about how they're the targeted class, right? Again, you guys are being asked. Now, again, it's not supposed to happen. It's just not. If you are a teacher, if you are an administrator, you, you are not allowed. It's actually against the law. <laughs> My high school coach broke the law for the four years I played under that dude. 
I love them, but it was against the law. You are not supposed to leave prayer, a religious ceremony of any fucking kind. But these assholes on Fox, Newsmax, OAN, Todd Starnes, Glenn Beck, all these assholes, the, the oldest clip I saw, gang, was eight years old. And they're still fucking belly aching on how they're the fucking victim class because someone said Allah, right? So again, you're not asked to step down. Again, it's against the law. You're simply being asked to share the fucking spotlight. And look how you're fucking acting, right? Again, Christianity is still the dominant religion in the United States. Again, you're not supposed to pray at school. You're not. Teacher-led Bible studies? Against the law, Jack. Right? But so here you guys are. Again, belly aching. Absolutely, positively fucking belly aching because someone had the audacity to mention what you thought was a different God. Again, how does your shit sandwich taste now? So I had to throw that one in there because it's a great way to start off Sacrilegious Sunday. Yeah, we're going to drink to that. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. So, gang, I'm always going to hang a disclaimer over topics like this. <clears throat> I, I I acknowledge that I'm not USA just went up 14-13. Still two matches to our none, but uh, 15. Okay, things are getting look, looking a little better for the United States. But I want to acknowledge that this isn't all Christians I'm talking about. I'm not, right? Uh, sometimes I've said it before. Our religion is like alcohol. It just simply gives you permission to be who you really are, right? You go to that Christmas party, you know, your office mate who's been cool for the, all the year, right up until the Christmas party, that fucker calls you a nigger 17 times. Then you get back to work on Monday. What does he say? Oh, you know, that wasn't really me, right? That, that was the alcohol. That, no, right? The alcohol gave you permission to be who you really are, right? And so it's just like religion. Again, my sister, Lady L, her religion only makes her do good things. You want to know why? She's a good person. That's why I've always said, if your version of a Jesus makes you a better person, then I'd like your Jesus. But again, if you think gay people are sodomite faggots, right? If you think people who basically just don't agree with you deserve to go to hell, it's not because that's what your Jesus is saying. It's because you're an asshole. So before we dive into Sacrilege Sunday, again, I want to acknowledge and I'm not talking about all Christians. I always want to put that out there. But we're going to have some fun as I pick on some of the shittiest Christians I've ever heard of. But before we jump in, gang, it, it makes me remember the guy who married me and my ex-wife. Right? This, uh, buddy. Okay, this motherfucker. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Nothing like a blind dog taking a three-foot drop off of a couch. Yeah, that, that's got a story's got a bad ending. But back on topic, the guy who uh, married me and my ex-wife, <clears throat> I'm telling you, long story short, gang, that guy walked the walk. Now, again, even his story does not make me a Christian, but I respected him. I still do. This guy, I think I've told you all about him before. His house doubled as his church. How that thing passed any kind of safety inspection, I have no clue. It was dilapidated. That fucker owned one suit. And when he bought that joint in 1984, it was already 20 years outdated. They were literal high waters, a clip on top, 
I'm not bullshitting. But this dude was on fire for fucking Jesus. He was. He made zero dollars and zero cents a year. <laughs> as poor as a fucking church mouse. A big treat for him is when his parishioners would take him to Luby's after church. Now, some of you are like, what the fuck is Luby's? I think that's mainly a Texas chain, right? But it's definitely here in the South. It's cafeteria food, right? Salisbury steak, rolls, green beans, you shit like that, right? You're not going to go get a fucking $72 steak. It's literally cafeteria food. There's a thing called the Luan platter. At least when I was a kid, what was it? Getting like five bucks, six bucks, right? A meat, two veg, a starch, a roll, some tea, right? So they would take them there. It's not like, again, this was not a $500 dinner per person. Gang, he was so appreciative. And it was a running joke. You know, it was kind of like, you know, how long is it going to take? He would get up and say the most heartfelt thank you prayer to the point to where your food was cold. But he was so appreciative that his uh, parishioners would think of him and take him to lunch once a week after church. Now, gang, if that was the majority representation, or at least that with the shit that I see, if that was Christianity, again, you wouldn't hear shit from me. Not a fucking thing. You know the sad thing about that dude? Before I bash these other assholes. Yeah, you know what we found out after he died? He was gay. And if I am not mistaken, I do believe it was full-blown AIDS that took his life. He couldn't even be honest about who he was sexual orientation-wise. Right? But again, this dude had a... And he was tiny. He was tiny. He was came up to my fucking thigh. But he had a heart twice the size of the state of fucking Florida. My point is, if it was just that dude, again... You wouldn't hear shit about me. But again, he served the Lord that apparently hated him so much, he had to lie about who he really was. Right? So again, let, let, let's jump into the bullshit. And gang, this is a very partial <laughs> hit list of some of the worst Christians out there. Gang, the first one up is fuckface, Dr. Dino, Dr. Kent fucking Hovind. Now again, this is a guy in... In a lot of these examples, again, Christianity is the ultimate fucking hustle. Name another job where you can get busted at your foundation for lying and peddling bullshit and you don't lose a single fucking customer, right? If you found out that your dentist didn't have, there was a story about that. You remember there was literally like a teenager who posed as a doctor and had patience. Y'all remember that story? I'm serious. Look it up. That fucker went to jail. Even if he serves his term, there's not a single medical uh, school that would fucking take him. But in Christianity, you can be caught with your pants down. A total fucking liar. Yeah, pants down, literally and fucking figuratively. And not lose a single portion of your customer base. Gang, Dr. Kent Hovind. Again, that's Dr. Dino. This is the person who loves to do debates against, you know, atheists. And basically his uh, proof for God is God. He, he's one of those. But the reason why he made the hit list, gang, <laughs> is he got his PhD from Patriot University. Have you guys seen what Patriot University looks like? Mm -hmm. It is literally a fucking trailer 
It's a trailer. It's literally a trailer, <laughs> gang. It is an unaccredited university. Again, would you go to a dentist without a license? No, you would not. They're going to jack your fucking mouth up, Jack, and it's not going to be sexy and vibrant. So, I mean, again, he got a PhD from an unaccredited school, and it just shows the desperation of what uh, Christians are, you know, what they're hanging their hat on. We should not be saying this guy's name, but he's active on the fucking uh, debate circuit. Now, on top of his God telling him that uh, faggots are terrible people, Apparently, his God also told him, don't pay taxes. Guess who got sent to fucking jail, Jack, for tax evasion? And they cranked out the paper trail. He never paid his employees, quote unquote. And I'm trying to remember the whole fucking story. But let's say paying your employees a hundred bucks meant you had to fill out payroll taxes. He literally would pay them ninety nine dollars. Right. He did everything he could to kind of skate the system. Now, where I work. There's a mover and shaker, a former owner of a professional franchise. He got himself in a little bit of uh, trouble. Now, gang, this dude is tougher than 10-day-old steak. There is no fight he will not get into. He doesn't give a shit, right? He's just one of those, and I love him. He just has to be right. Normally, he is. Then he got tangled up with the IRS, and I will never forget him telling me <laughs> we were talking about it because his situation made the news again. And he just, again, this guy is tough, tough. And I just heard the defeated tone in his voice. Robert, the IRS is going to get their money. Right? You can't escape them, Jack. They're the most powerful collection agency in the fucking United States. And apparently there wasn't a prayer strong enough to keep the IRS off of Kent Hovind's back. Now he got out of jail. His wife left him. His fuckface son, who blocked me on Twitter, which was one of my proudest moments, right? Took over dad's business, completely butt fucked him out of his money. It was fucking tremendous. I usually don't gloat over people's uh, downfalls, but I took a little bit of pleasure in this one. Because again, Pop, if you don't shut your monkey ass up, quiet. But again, th this dude gets paid to spread lies and misinformation. And again, if you think I'm being a little bit hyperbolic, again, just look what's happening today. We have major news outlets spreading lies about a virus and people are dying, right? And I've seen them talk to kids. And again, just straight up line. Just before we close out on this fuck face, just in case you guys aren't aware, maybe you should sit down. There were no dinosaurs on the ark. You want to know why? One, that's a fucking myth. Grow up. Two, just in case you guys were not aware, the Flintstones, that, that wasn't a documentary. The, the gap between Homo sapien and the giant lizards was literally over 60 million years. Right? So no, there, there were not dinosaurs on the ark. Again, grow the fuck up. You, you, if that's what you're buying into, you are also the people who watch Gilligan's Island every fucking day saying today's going to be the day they get off. No, that's not how this shit worked. But the first one was easy. Now they're all going to be easy because I get to bash every single last one of them. But that was Dr. Kent Hovind. Now the next one up is one of his uh, mentees. If that's the word, he's the mentor. Fuckface Matt Powell loves fucking <laughs> Dr. Kent Hovind, right? 
Gang, I'm going to start this off by letting you know, me and Peter, I'm going to go for it. We interviewed this guy. He's a horrible person, an absolute positive, horrible person. Did y'all just hear my voice crack? Gang, we're in the pregame show. Again, if you guys don't know how these YouTube interviews uh, start out, everyone dials in about 30, 20 minutes early. So whoever's running this shit can check the mics, everything. And you, it's, it's small talk, right? You're not going into it, you know, with an adversarial tone. Hi, Matt. Hi, Robert. Hey, Peter. And there was this gap in conversation. And out of nowhere, me and Peter here, hey, are you two homos? It was like, oh, okay, on top of being an insanely inappropriate question, and I didn't answer the question. I simply asked, ah, shit, the clock. <laughs> Let, I'll say this, and then I'll kick it back up in part two. I didn't answer the question because I told him that was inappropriate, and it was irrelevant to our conversation. Then I asked him, do you know what a bear is? Now, this is where I'm going to take the pause, and I'll continue the story. But, gang, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth. Black. Oh, weightlifting's coming up, gang. Shit. Uh, uh, volleyball, BMX, fencing. Again, I don't give two shits about BMX biking, but because it's on the Olympics, you know, I, got, I, I watched ping pong earlier. I, I grew up watching my uncles play it drunk and get into a fist fight because one missed. It, it's crazy. If it's on the Olympics, I'll fucking watch it. But back on fucking uh, Matt Pal. So when I left off, I was telling y'all in the pregame show of that interview we did with him, he asked, were we homos? And on top of being an inappropriate question, I legit told him, that's irrelevant to this conversation. And I asked him, do you know what a bear is? Because I know where he was going with the whole homo thing. Who the fuck calls them homos? And that was like an Eddie Murphy raw. Hey, Matt Powell, 1984 call. They want their fucking slur back. Shut the fuck up. But I'm sitting here and I was like, do you know what a bear is? And he had no fucking clue. And I was like, let me tell you what a bear is. Just imagine a guy, and again, he, he could see me over the screen, whose shoulders are broader than mine. This is a big, muscular dude. Sometimes they're just thick as shit. Just this big-ass dude <clears throat> covered in a pelt of fucking hair, right? They, they got a beard like Grizzly Adams. They were as gay as the day is long. And my point to him was, you need to watch who you ask that to. Because in your mind, when you think of gay, again, you're thinking about that five foot, five inch dude who's as petite as a number two pencil, who swishes when he walks, snaps his fingers, and regardless of your gender, calls everybody girlfriend. That, that's, that's not gay at all. Again, we now have examples like my main man, motherfucking Carl Massive fucking Nassib an NFL defensive end whose dick has been measured. It has been scientifically proven to stretch across the Mason-Dixon line. 
Now, I double dog someone like Matt Powell to go up to someone like Carl Massive Nassib and ask him, is he a homo? Right. So we were talked about that. We were the interview was a shit show from the get go. That was the second most least productive uh, talk. I got to put that fucker in today's episode, actually. (laughs) Joseph Abraham. It was a single second most. And I just contradict myself. It was the second most nonproductive talk me and Peter have ever had. He just would not listen to any fucking logic. Now, he's one of these people. He continues to this day to argue against evolution. You want to know why? Because his definition of evolution, it, again, he's not in the same conversation, right? And I and, and y'all seen it. It's uh, his latest attempt to disprove evolution, right? And basically, it's if evolution is true, why are there still black people? Uh, again, it's like trying to blame Nancy Pelosi for January the 6th. Right. Again, I took a piss this morning. Therefore, January the 6th, there are black people. Therefore, evolution isn't true. We're not even there's no comeback to that. Right. I think his exact words were it's a diss towards African-Americans. No, fuck face. The fact that you put us in that stupid ass conversation, that's the diss. Right. But the, the main reason why he made today's hit list game is, again, he's homo this homo that because, <laughs> again, if your God makes you a better person, I like your God. His God's an asshole because his God's a homophobe, and I wonder why. We dropped the knowledge bomb. More specifically, Peter dropped the knowledge bomb that King James, the author of arguably the most popular version of the Christian Bible, yeah, he liked to suck dick, gang. He absolutely did. That's not up for debate. King James was gay, or as Matt Powell said, homo. Gang, his piss got nice and hot. And he hung up on us. It was the first time someone had ever raged quit, at least while I was there. All because we told him the truth. Now, again, this this is not every Christian out there, but he's on the list of the worst ones I've ever uh, come across. Again, his God is a homophobic sack of shit. So as a result, Matt Powell is a homophobic piece of shit. So again, he had to make the list for that reason. I again, he he's his resume on YouTube is so fucking long. I can easily do an entire two-hour episode on just him. But the next group of soul suckers are going to get their own category. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, gang, unscripted sip. Again, you guys figure it out. Am I actually drinking or is this water? If you follow me on Twitter, you know how strong my feelings are on taxing the church. Right again, the best part about religion, in this case, Christianity, it requires zero commitment. None at all. Right. You can ask, ooh, hashtag unprofessional. That belch came out of nowhere. Again, you, you can either, long story short, gang, you can pay up or you can pray up. They choose to pray up. Again, in atheist ears, when someone says, I'm praying for you, all we hear is, I'm going to sit in a room and I can do a fucking thing to help you out. Because that's all that is. Right? He's like, oh, oh we're going to pray for all the hungry people. Really, fuckface? The United States literally loses out on billions of dollars a year of taxable income, 
of tax revenue because the church does not pay their fair share. That Jesus that you guys love to jerk off, something tells me if half the stories about him are true, he'd probably want you to put in a little cash on the fucking barrel head. Right? But you guys, and by you guys, I mean, now we're talking about the assholes of the prosperity gospel. Right? Y'all know what that is? The prosperity gospel is basically the stronger your faith, the richer you are. Literally. Now, you guys remember Indiana Jones? <laughs> Only the penitent, the penitent man will pass. Uh, that was a great fucking movie, right? Was that the second one? Right? When Indiana had to go and pick which chalice belonged to Jesus. Now, if you fucked up, your monkey ass turned to dust. Y'all remember that shit? Right? And the first dude went in there who apparently was not a penitent man. And right now the only person laughing is my best friend, Simon, because we have a running joke about <laughs> the penitent man. Right now he's probably having to stand over the bathroom and toilet and take a piss. But uh, dude picked the most blinged out chalice in that entire room. Took one sip, turned to fucking dust. Right? He was like, ah, this is a chalice fit for a king. Then Indiana Jones went and he found the one chalice that looked like it should be used to pick up dog shit. Took a sip. Guess what? Guess who didn't turn to dust? You want to know why? Jesus was poor. The chalice represented, this is what a man of meager means has. And that answer is not a fucking thing. And I'm pretty sure in that Bible that you guys like to throw at gay people when they come out of the church on their wedding day. I, I think I remember something along the lines of Jesus not being a big fan of the wealthy. I guess the fuckers like Joel Osteen, who I'll hit right now, he didn't read that portion, even though he is a pastor. Right. Apparently, Jesus hated wealth. Maybe the whole camel and eyes needles and all this other bullshit. Yeah, that's not what Joel Osteen uh, uh, saw when he read the Bible. And gang, every time I see Joel Osteen, the first thing I think of is him holding a knife to some lady's mouth and asking, why so serious? You tell me that's not the fucking Joker, Jack. He should be a villain in a fucking Batman movie, right? But this asshole, again, there's so many things that I could rag. Joel Osteen for, but I don't want to make this a nine-hour episode. <laughs> you guys remember 2016, Hurricane Harvey? Now, gang, if you were in Texas, you know fucking Houston is our equivalent of fucking New Orleans. It sits in a bowl. If enough people flush their toilets at the same time, the city of Houston will flood. It is not uncommon every year to hear a story about a rainstorm. A hurricane, a tropical storm, Houston's underwater, right? His, what is that? Lake line, lake, whatever the fuck his, you know, fucked up ass church name is. That's where the Houston Rockets used to play, gang. That's a true story. His church is a basketball stadium. How many people lost their ass during Harvey, right? They could have gone to that fucking church. Joel Osteen shut it down because apparently... On top of Jesus liking extreme wealth, Jesus likes the carpet to be clean. So all those people that were homeless as a result of Harvey, yeah, he kept his doors shut. And I promise you, he would have kept them shut, but he took so much heat. I was one of them. 
I tweeted the shit out of Joel Osteen, right? There are people dying. You could open up your church, but I guess steam cleaning for a multimillionaire, that just wasn't in the fucking budget, Jack, right? Then he gets his monkey ass up there and makes all these fucking excuses on how the church wasn't accessible. Then you see the pictures of that people posted. Yeah, that wasn't the case at all. Right again, it wasn't until he got called the fuck out as my voice just cracked, he would have kept those doors closed, right? So again, this is a man of God. What a fucker. His church is a nonprofit by definition, right? Have you ever guys watched one of his sermons? He's right. He doesn't really draw an income from the church. He's a multimillionaire from the books he does, the speaking engagements. Watch his services, gang. They are nothing more than an hour-long infomercial for his products. Yeah. And when you go out into the lobby, they're selling merch, right? Do you think that's going to feed the homeless? Or I'm sure you can cut a little bit off the top, but how much of that should go to the homeless? Gang, have you seen the bird's eye view of that fucker's compound? It's not a house, right? If you were to cut his fortune in half, You could feed every fucking homeless person in Houston for probably five years. Right. So again, I'm not buying it and neither should you guys. Again, is this every Christian? Nope. But it's the fuckers are going to make today's hit list. I can promise you that. Right. And before I sign off on this asshole, y'all remember that Larry King interview? Right. He's like, well, and again, I, I hate this phrase, but do you believe in gay marriage? Right. Again, it's not a fucking belief, and it's not gay marriage. It's just fucking marriage, right? Our gay brothers and sisters, again, it's not sacred, America. This isn't some sacred institution. I don't watch that bullshit, but how many reality TV shows do we have in this country where it's a literal contest where you know what you win at the end? A woman's vagina, right? Who wants to marry a millionaire? Who wants to marry my broke dad? Joe Millionaire, uh, the rock of love, you know, flavor of love. We, we literally make marriage into a game show in this country, but some way, somehow letting John and Jonathan, you know, get married. Oh, that's going to fuck up the sanctity of marriage. Hold on, buddy's on a suicide mission. Hold on, buddy. All right. Again, nothing like a blind dog taking a two and a half foot spill off of a couch. All right, we're back on topic. All right, fuck face, uh, dude with the gay marriage shit, right? And again, I told y'all before, and I'm going to say it again. Gang, the only difference between fuck you and fuck you is the tone of my voice, right? Again, this, the only thing to say, again, I hate the term about gay marriages, knock yourself out. What do you Christians have to lose if two people are happily married? As far as I'm concerned, you got everything to gain, right? It's like those fuckers over at Fox who are now canceling Captain America because the cartoon had the audacity to say, if one of us isn't free, none of us are free. And you know what? The cartoon character was right, right? And he gets applauded because he trots out that fucked up ass line that I hate. And well, you know, it's, it's, it's just not God's best. Then your guy needs to step his fucking game up, right? Again, Rebecca and Jennifer, they're in love and they want to get married. Your standard of best is underneath a fucking sewage system, 
Right? So he gets all this credit for being the nice guy. He's a fucking asshole. He's ripping people off. He's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He wouldn't open up his church while his city was dying. Right? He, he lovingly insults gay people. No. King, the only reason why I have not pushed Joel Osteen into moving traffic is because it is currently against the law. Hold on. What's going on down here? All right. Buddy's walking past my foot. All right. So that's about enough for uh, that fucker, isn't it? Where did I get it all? Hold on. We got to move it. All right. We're moving on. All right. Fuck all this. All right. Jesse Duplantis, which I hate to say is from fucking Louisiana. That just hurts to say out loud. And fuckface Kenneth Copeland. Now, the reason why I'm combining these two jackals is because these are the ones who were talking about why it is they have to have private jets. First and foremost, how else can you get God's word out? I don't know, fly coach. And don't you guys love it how the only way you can get God's word is in a fucking building, right? You guys ever notice that when there's a school shooting, what do they say, right? The school was shot up because we took God out of the schools. Really? The fucker sat on a cloud and talked to himself for six days and created a universe, but because a six-year-old won't say under God in the fucking Pledge of Allegiance, that's his kryptonite? Again, your God is either not powerful or he's the biggest fucking buffoon on the planet. Or there's a third option. He doesn't exist. Right? But again, they had to have a private jet to get fucking God's word to the masses. Right? It's like, and the other reason why they can't uh, be bothered to fly, you know, Southwest is because it, here's a direct quote. <clears throat> it's like flying on a long tube with a bunch of demons. <laughs> right? And y'all remember there was a reporter from fucking Inside Edition who fronted him. Right? It's like, did you really say that other humans, because they don't have the money, <laughs> you know, to have a $65 million G5, you know, are demons? Gang, he got caught lying like a third grader. I mean, he was hesitating. He was, uh, well, uh, uh, <laughs> Lord, give me strength. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Right? The, the truth is easy to come to. It's telling a lie that takes effort. And so she straight up asked him, right? One, did you say that? And two, honestly, what the fuck do you need with a $60 million jet? He never gave her an answer, right? And then I saw fuckface uh, Kenneth Copeland you know, on his service, maybe the two weeks after, saying how basically he destroyed the Inside Edition reporter, right? He's like, I gave her an Inside Edition, but she had to take that shit out or some shit like that, right? Then he just got caught lying like a kid. And one more in fuckface Kenneth Copeland, at least. Again, this is the fucker, of course, asking for money to do it, but he sat there and said that basically he has cured covid by removing demons and COVID be gone, you have no uh, power in God's realm and all the other bullshit. Gang, just like every other prayer, it wasn't answered. COVID is kicking our ass. We got COVID part one. We got the Delta. We got the Lambda. Apparently, he didn't pray hard enough. Or maybe God was busy helping a football player score a touchdown. Right? But again, these two assholes... Again, it's it shows the strength of brainwashing when a grown ass man can sit here and tell you that an invisible man in the sky wants him to have a jet and you need to pay for it. So, again, this is a whole this is a hustle. And I said this 
on a previous podcast. I think I said it last night on my YouTube talk. Pastors are professional liars. That's it. When you get paid to sit up there and tell a whole bunch of people that a 13, 14 year old girl got pregnant without having sex, you're lying to them. Absolute pimps. So says emotional support system. These assholes and they're using y'all and fucking you are an ATM to them. That, that That's really it. Getting the next guy up. I, I almost, Holy shit. This dude's name is quite literally the equivalent of if a pimp named himself Pimpy MacPack Pimperton. <laughs> it's like, you, this is what you were born to do, right? Creflo fucking dollar. He's like Matt Slick. What else are you going to fucking do with a name like that? Gang, at his peak, he had 30,000 plus members of his church. 30,000 members. Now, just think, this this is something that meets once a week. Hold on. You you know Uncle Bobby's bad at math. We're going to pull up the people's calculator of knowledge. Do I even have one on this? This is on my iPad. Calculator. Calculator. Simon is the type that could probably do this shit in his head. All right. I don't have a calculator on this thing, and I'm too lazy to get the people's iPhone. If he's got 30,000 people watching him and listening to him once a week, if each one of them gave $1, that is $30,000 a week. So that's 30, that's 60, that's 90, 100. Guys, fuck off, please. If 30,000 people gave that man $1 a fucking service, what is he making a fucking year? But the reason why he's on this hit list, gang, this fucker started a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe. I've seen people start GoFundMes because they literally cannot afford their chemo treatment. They're going to get evicted. I'm in an emergency situation for the love of... uh, I remember Doug Stanhope did it just to fuck with Christians. It was a tornado, I think. Did it like rip through uh, fucking... Where was that? But Wolf Blitzer goes and he's, you know, interviewing all the survivors and this lady's holding on to her kid with, you know, what used to be her house behind her. It's literally like a pile of matchsticks. And like, well, you got to be thanking God, right? I mean, God saved you. I mean, without God, I mean, you'd be dead. You know what her response was? I'm actually an atheist. Right. And she was she was the one person not getting any help. So fucking Doug Stanhope, not because he's kind and you should listen to him say it. He started to go fund me for this lady just to rub it into the fucking Christian's face. He raised over six figures for that lady. You want to know why? Christians weren't doing it. He did it out of pure hate. Right? Hashtag go Doug Stanhope. That was a pimp ass move. That's what GoFundMe are supposed to be about. This fucker, Creflo daughter, started a fucking GoFundMe because God literally told him he needed $65 million for a G6 private jet. He already had one, by the way. It, it was a meager G5. Isn't that the fucking plane that fucking Tom Cruise was talking about in fucking Tropic Thunder? <laughs> it was like, man, what is it? Uh, no more bitch-ass miles for my boy. G5. Y'all remember? Oh, that was a fucking great movie. How many of y'all knew that was fucking Tom Cruise? I did it. For whatever reason, because it's not my style, I stayed and I watched all the fucking credits 
That's when they told you Les Grossman. Yeah, that was fucking Tom Cruise. Arguably the finest role. You want to know why? He didn't play Tom Cruise for once. That was fucking fantastic. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, the G6. Creflo already had a G5. It was it worked. Again, why the fuck he needs it? Got no clue. Oh, that's right. Jesus told him to. Right? $65 million for a brand new G5 jet. Again, it's funny. No, it's not. It's funny how your fucking God literally can't enter a school to protect children from being shot because a 12-year-old didn't say the word God during the Pledge of Allegiance. But he's going to be there for fucking Creflo Dollars monkey ass because he needs a $65 million jet. Please go fuck yourself. Gang, this, this just can't, I would say this can't continue, but it is, this is a thriving industry. And again, if there's a Christian out there, you are being used as a fucking ATM. Again, if your God actually exists and this is actually what he wants, may I strongly suggest either one, pick a new religion, or maybe you should be a fucking atheist, right? Because if an atheist does, uh, fucking ask me for money for some nefarious reason, I'm going to tell that atheist to go fuck yourself, <laughs> right? If you're hurting, and if I can go buy you a loaf of bread, yeah, I'm going to do it. But if, uh, you know, you know, Robert, in the name of atheism, I, I need a brand new Tesla. I mean, I need you to chip in a thousand bucks. You can go fuck yourself. Right? I told you, I've got no loyalty to anything other than what I believe is fucking right. Right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I got to note it. Yeah, at least Copeland had the or had the, the, the financial prudence to buy a jet that was used. Yeah, I guess his uh, Jesus was running discounts that day. Right? Fucking Walmart specials, blue light on G5 jets. You guys go fuck yourself. Gang, the next uh, one up, we're going to kind of get out of the prosperity gospel. I haven't drank enough. What's this strange feeling I'm feeling? Oh, yeah, it's called sobriety. The next one up, gang, is one of the ultimate examples of thou dost protest too much. Gang, the once president of Liberty University, Jerry Falwell Fuckface Jr., you guys know I had an opportunity to go to Liberty? They recruited the shit out of me. Now, Liberty is a small school. And the only reason why they can make any kind of braggadocious claims is because they had Eric Green. Eric Green back then in the 80s and the 90s was the prototype tight end. 6'6", 270, right? Not an ounce of fat on this man's body. He ran like a deer. He hit like a Mack truck. And that's all they had. That's all they literally had. Hey, uh, we got Eric Green. Do you, do you want to come? Again, this is one of those moments where I realized I was my dad's son. I, I, I was, it was the first time, actually, I was brutally honest to an adult. Right? But during that recruiting process, boy, they were just like, oh, Robert, you, you got to come to, you, you got it. Back then I was super religious. We're a religious school. You got, yeah. and I remember he just saw my face. He was like, you don't want to come to Liberty, do you? I was like, no, I don't. I have zero desire. Right? I could have gone to Texas, Florida, Penn State. You name the big name school. You think I'm going to go to your fucking Christian school because you got one guy? You can go eat a dick. But fucking Jerry Falwell Jr., the reason why he made the fucking list, Jack, is because, again, he's one of those with sexual purity, right? Only one man, one woman, right? Pretty much. Guess who's a fucking cuck? And again, I think I know I've explained this to you guys. You know what a cuck is? 
Cuckold is the sexual practice of basically your wife, your female partner, she humiliates you for not being that dude over there. Right? So you sit there again with the fucking gag ball, you know, your handcuffed to the fucking chair. You're wearing a cock fucking cage while fucking Bruticus, some six foot five inch fucking black dude, he's got a dick like a fucking wine bottle, Jack. And your wife is fucking slapping you across the face with Bruticus's dick, telling me, you ain't shit, you bitch ass motherfucker. Look at that little bitty ass white dick you got. Why doesn't your dick look like fucking Bruticus? And what ends up happening? Bruticus jerks off all over his face. And he likes it. And you'll never guess what? There is nothing wrong with that. If that is your kink, like I've told you before, Uncle Bobby will never yuck someone else's yum. The only time you're going to have a problem with me with your sexual practice is if there's a victim, right? If, if, if you've got a 13-year-old boy or girl or something like that, a four-legged animal, they can't consent. That's when I'm going to have a problem with what you're fucking doing. But if Jerry Falwell Jr. loves to get off because he likes to watch his wife get railed by some dude, knock yourself out. But then you also don't get to turn around and fucking talk shit about people doing things that apparently you don't approve of. And again, what do you lose, Christians, when two or maybe even two or more people have a vibrant sexual experience? How does that affect you negatively one fucking ounce? Here, let me give you the answer. It just doesn't. Again, the cartoon captain was right if one of us isn't free, then none of us are free. And again, dude, if you want to cuck, then get cut. There is nothing wrong with that. I, I told you, I, I know martial artists who almost rank as high as I do. And let's just be stereotypical. Guys, and you'll never guess what? They're subs in bed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of them walked in and I said, oh, it's that dude over there. It's that person over there. Oh, yeah. By the, yeah. Total sub. Absolute total subspace. They love it, right? That you gain control by losing it, right? You were like, what? That dude? <laughs> Look at those shoulders. Yeah, that dude. Again, there's nothing wrong with your sexual desires and appetites. But again, just don't fucking shame other people for getting their rocks off just because your monkey ass doesn't approve. Gang, I had every intention of only making this a short one. Yeah, I fucked that one up. Gang, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. Again, you know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. Again, I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Again, then I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth. Before we get back into this, this is a horrible segue, but I, I got, I just got a picture. One of my little kids had a debutante ball last night and gang, I just got a text with a picture and I'm going to be honest with y'all. 
This is one of those moments where I am glad I am not a dad. I'm sitting here, I'm looking at this child, and she is absolutely, positively stunning. And I'm if I was her daddy, and I saw her come out wearing this outfit, I'm sitting here trying not to get emotional now. <laughs> They'd be like, uh, Mr. Reed, could you, could you leave the auditorium, please? You're completely ruining it. <laughs> My daughter's so beautiful. This kid... I love her because I love her, but it's just like, it's it's a small reminder that not every person on the planet is a hot steaming pile of monkey shit who's waiting to stab you in your dick the first chance you get. So it's just, I had to throw that in there. I just got this picture and this child looks absolutely, positively amazing. I'm sure she had a kick-ass time. So yeah, that, that I had to throw that in there. Now let's get back to fucking Christians who I can't fucking stand. So I just finished telling y'all about fucking Jerry Falwell fuckface Jr. Gang, the next one up, I've got a little bit of relationship with this guy. I grew up on him, right? And I I split time, uh, half in Texas, half in Louisiana. I saw him no matter which state I was in. He's from Dallas, Texas. Robert fuckface Tilton. Gang, I don't, again, I just... I was born religious, but yeah, and I was just like, even here, I was like, I don't understand this. What, what the fuck's going on, right? And with this fucker, <laughs> right, his thing was, I always remember him talking in tongues, right? <laughs> and I saw one recently, I think it was on, uh, was it John Oliver's show? And he's talking about Robert Tilton, and he does, you know, he's, you know, oh, God wants this. God wants that. You can't make this up. Okay, gang, when you babble like a fucking drunk third grader, and then you have to follow that by quickly telling people you can't make this up, that means you just made it up, right? But this this dude, yeah, oh, because that's what he was talking about. Because his prayer abilities are so tight and so strong, he has prayed and watched midgets grow. Now, this is what this fucker said out loud in English words that people could understand with a hot microphone and camera staring them dead in the face, right? Again, it's, it's like the ladies I've told you all about, right? They feel a lump in their tit. They pray over it. The lump's gone. Guess what? No cancer. Well, again, 99.9.9999999% of these are self-diagnosis. Again, I don't have boobs, but lumps can be on boobs for a variety of reasons. Only one of those is fucking cancer. Jack, as my voice just cracked. But again, it's funny how amputees grow their limbs back and midgets grow when no one's around to fucking see it. How fucking convenient is that, right? But the thing that made me fucking, uh, you know, this asshole, and it's going to be a tie-in to the guy right after him, is again... Christianity is such a hustle that it is the only job that I can think about where, again, we've had celebrities misspeak, do fucked up shit, but it wasn't about their job. You know what I mean? What they did was not related to their work. It is only in Christianity when your, your, your racket is called out and you are busted and you don't lose a single customer. Let's just go ahead and throw the next dude in there because this is a great tie-in to fuckface Benny Hinn. Have you guys seen that asshole? Right? 
he, he's the one who sits there and he takes off his uh, coat jacket, right? And that coat jacket by itself probably costs more than what most people pay in a fucking car payment, Jack. But his ability of prayer and how to cure people is so strong. It's so strong that he, he'll take his jacket off and he'll hit you. And it's like fucking his Medichlorian count is higher than fucking Anakin Skywalker, right? And he hits you with the jacket. You fall down. Guess who doesn't have polio anymore? What? So with both of these assholes, gang, I saw the documentary. And this is why these two assholes made the hit list. Disgruntled former employees of Tilton and fucking uh, uh, Benny Hinn. There's like, okay, this is how this actually works. So what you guys don't see, all you see is the church service, right? What you don't see is before you walk in, right? It's like, oh, you know, my name is Jim. Hey, Jim, I'm Bill. Hey, Bill, how's it going? Hey, you know, we're, we're filling out like um, like uh, visitor cards. So why don't you go ahead and fill one of these out, right? And so you're sitting there and they're asking all kinds of basically shit that you'd sign on a medical waiver, right? And it's like, oh, I've got gout and this and that, right? And so Jim is sitting here reading the card. What you also don't see is Jim is wearing an earpiece, a two-way microphone in his ear. You know who else has got uh, the earpiece on the receiving end? Benny Hinn, Robert Tilton, right? And so you guys, you guys know the fucking scenario, right? It's like, oh, I'm reaching out into the forest. Oh, Oh, and, and God tells me there's there's a man. I mean, is it is it is it Bob? No, it's not Bob. It's is it is it is it what what is it Bill? God is telling me about a Bill, and is he wearing a green shirt? No, no. Uh, it's a yellow shirt. It's a yellow shirt. He's got. Oh God, is is it is it gallbladder? No, it's not gall. Is it is it gout? Is it gout? Well, Bill's sitting there in the fucking audience like, holy shit, God's really telling him all about me. But no, you want to know why? Because the dude on the other end of that is like, okay, okay. Can you hear me, Benny? Can you hear me? Okay, it's this dude right here that I'm standing next to. Yeah, the one with the green shirt. Now I've read the card. He says he's got gout. He's got gout. That's how the shit works. Then you get up there. And again, all this is is the power of suggestion. Right. Again, it, it, you think I'm bullshitting. Again, I told you, all I've got close relationships with escapees from one of the biggest cults the world has ever seen. And if you would have told these people literally six days or six years ago before they joined the cult, you, you are aware that some guy's going to tell you that he's Jesus. He's going to have sex with your wife in front of you, and he's literally going to rape your daughter right there in front of your face. So that he, you can prove your loyalty. You know what that guy would have done to you? He would have punched you out. He would have taken perverse pleasure in watching you gasp for your last breath. He would have killed you for saying that. Six years later, you know what is happening? Exactly what I just described. His wife's banging Jesus and Jesus is raping all the daughters on the compound. Right? When you go into a Benny Hinn place, a Robert Tilton place, you want to be healed. You are already neck deep in Christianity. You 100% believe that a man threw a stick on the ground and it turned into a serpent. So you're already going in there three quarters of the way there, Jack. So when they tell you that your gout is healed, guess what? One, you believe it. Two, it's not healed, right? And these are the people, these poor saps who end up contributing the most amount of money. Again, they are using you as a fucking ATM, Wake the fuck up. Now, gang, I saved 
the best for last. And because I did, I'm going to take a little drink to that. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth and blasphemy. Let's go. Now, gang, by some social standard, we're not supposed to touch this next emotional maggot. And that's motherfuck face Teresa. Right? Don't we always say, oh, you're no Mother Teresa? That's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. She's not a good person, gang. She is not. I already told you how I feel about the Catholic Church anyway. That is a corrupt criminal organization that has been running a child sex ring pretty much five days after they opened the doors for business. They have left a wake of emotional damage on this earth, a stain that will never be able to be scrubbed out, and she was a part of it. Right now, some way, somehow, again, this emotional maggot reached sainthood. You guys know what it takes to reach sainthood? You have to have two confirmed miracles. Yeah, none of that fake miracle shit. It's got to be real, Jack. So they confirmed two fucking miracles, which, by the way, in case you guys aren't aware, miracles by definition are impossible. Because here's the thing, fuck faces. If something happens in the natural world, it's natural. Literally, by definition, the supernatural cannot exist. Now, Shazam, that's some supernatural shit, but he's a cartoon character, right? If you put your hands on a midget, right? You, you have somebody, that person goes from three foot 12 to fucking seven foot 19. That would clearly call a miracle. Nope, it just happened in the natural world. It's natural. But this idiot apparently uh, performed two confirmed miracles. So now she's on sainthood status. Gang, the reason why I saved her monkey ass for last, because she is fucking horrible, Jack. That lady sat on a shit ton of money. Did you know that? Yeah, I got to tell you, the Catholic Church is not poor. And they did not get rich as fuck through thrift. Again, they are using you guys, the parishioners. I've been to the Vatican twice. I told you, one of those priceless pieces of art sold off. You could give an African, you can give Africa. Fucking, they would never have to worry about AIDS ever again. No dirty water, drinking wells for everybody. But no, apparently Jesus wants them to be rich as fuck. Why people die over preventable diseases. Right. Mother Teresa sat on top of a fucking fortune, Jack, and, and the medical homes and, you know, the poor people houses and shit like that, that she was charged to look after. She didn't spend a fucking dime. You want to know why? Because apparently, according to this fuckface, suffering was next to godliness. Right. It's like, well, Jesus suffered for you. What? You can't go five days without food. Suck it up, buttercup. This is what, again, it's one thing if you're like the pastor I told you about who married me and my ex-wife. That dude walked the fucking walk. Now, if that guy tells you, and I'm not saying it's right, but if that guy says, hey, you know what? Going hungry? Yeah, that, that's better for you. I, I'd have more respect for his fucking argument. You want to know why? He went hungry. He had no money at all whatsoever. Mother Teresa sat on a fucking fortune. If she wanted to, she could have bought those people a fucking hamburger, medicine. Instead, she watched them die in squalored conditions. Why? Because suffering was good for them. 
And some way, somehow, this crazy nugget is the standard of good, right? No, you're good, but again, you're, <laughs> you're no Mother Teresa. In my eyes, that's a fucking compliment. Why would you want to be like that? Again, I, I can't tell you the number of fucking nice people I know that are on a great day middle class. You, you know what? Fuck that. You want to talk about fucking nice people. It's not Mother Teresa. It's my grandfather. It's the one I never met. I've told you all about him. Big Bert was known. For one, he was always going to be honest. Two, he was always going to do the right thing. And three, if you were hungry and if Big Bert had a dollar he would pay for 75 cents for his family to eat, give you a quarter. And then when his kids were like, hey, dad, why, why aren't you eating? He would lie and say, I already ate. Go ahead and get some of those beans, boy. Right. That's the fucking standard. My grandfather didn't have shit. He would have to save money to be poor. Mother Teresa had access to one of the fattest bank accounts the world has ever seen. And the bitch didn't spend a dime. Why? Well, what, you too good for uh, Jesus? He suffered for you? You can't do a little suffering? Again, walk it off, right? Go get some real problems. Go try being crucified like our Lord and Savior. Hey, Mother Teresa, shut the fuck up. So, gang, I really wanted to end that one on a fucking bang. Mother Teresa's not a nice person. She's just not. So the next time someone tells you you're no Mother Teresa, you should blush. They paid you one of the biggest compliments there is on the fucking planet. All right, gang. That one was interesting, wasn't it? That was my first time really teeing off on Christianity. It kind of felt good, especially on a fucking Sunday. But we're going to follow routine on this show. So Uncle Bobby gave you a shit ton of problems. So Uncle Bobby's going to give you a shit ton of solutions. First one up, fuck face Megan McCain. Shut the fuck up. Again, I don't know who you were talking to. Again, the, again, the upper 1%, because again, this hustle culture, it's necessary. We don't pay people enough money in this country to live. I told y'all more than once, I saw someone get turned away at the pharmacist, pharmacist table because they couldn't afford their diabetes medicine. We have a hustle culture in this fucking country, Jack, because that's the system we set up. This is a negative side to fucking capitalism, right? The people on top, they'll always get richer. It's kind of like NCAA bullshit, right? You can work worker X to fucking death, Jack. You can go get another one. You don't even know they're fucking like Frito-Lay, back-to-back 12-hour shifts with no break, right? Mr. and Mrs. Frito-Lay are wiping their ass with money. Joe Blow or Susie Hugh just dropped dead from exhaustion. They don't give a shit. They'll just go get another one. But again, again, this hustle culture, this glamorizing, working too hard. Again, Megan, you've got that fucking luxury. Again, for those of you who don't know, that's John McCain's daughter. She can easily afford to say, you know what? Fuck it. I, I'm going to take two years off from work. Some of these people can't afford to take two days. So again, you, Ivanka Trump, do me a favor. Do us all a favor. And shut the fuck up. Right? Oh, that one actually felt good, gang. That really, really did. Next one up, all you fucking conservatives are belly aching because a teenager said one nation under Allah. Shut the fuck up. 
Seriously, shut the fuck up. The exact same amendment that protects me from you protects you from everybody else. Again, you're spoiled, but yet you claim that you're being fucking persecuted. Right? If we just kept the religion topic private, like you guys like to say, but then push it in everyone's face, I wouldn't be talking about it. None of us would. But a teenage girl said, one nation under Allah, and you guys bellyache like you just got your ass whipped by your momo for telling a lie. Again, that kid did exactly what you guys do. And again, so again, how does your shit sandwich taste now? First, I'm going to hit a disclaimer. Again, I'm not talking about all Christians, but on Sacrilege Sunday, I pulled some of my favorite Christians to hate out of my ass. So for those fuckers, shut the fuck up. Again, I don't get to make the decision on what is or is not the standard of Christianity. I just don't. I'm not part of the club. Just like you guys should shut the fuck up about what atheism is. I'm going to shut the fuck up about what Christianity is. But I do get to call your monkey asses out. Again, Matt Powell, Kent Hovind, Joel Osteen, Jesse, Creflo, all you assholes. You are professional hustlers. You get paid money to tell lies. You know good and goddamn well there aren't enough trees in the Middle East to create a fucking boat the size of a football field that apparently eight people built. How many people it took to make the fucking Titanic? Right? It hit a single fucking iceberg. It sunk. But some way, somehow, a bunch of intellectually primitive troglodytes built a boat that was seaworthy that stayed on the water for a year made out of fucking wood. Shut the fuck up. You guys need to grow up. Now, gang, this one gets a special fucking shut the fuck up. Mother Teresa, shut the fuck up. You sat there and you watched people die in squalored conditions, but yet you had access to one of the biggest ATMs on the fucking planet. Again, if your Jesus makes you a better person, then I like your Jesus. Her Jesus can eat a bag of rancid dicks. You're the most powerful being on the planet. You could end hunger tomorrow. But apparently your God's too busy being mysterious. His ways aren't like ours. All we have to go off of is his fucking representatives. And for Christians, the standard of good is the worst one out there. And that's Mother Teresa. She could have paid for medicine, paid for food, paid for shelter, and chose to do not a fucking thing. Okay, I think we need to do fucking uh, <laughs> Sacrilege Sunday more often. But gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth.